Hello there. This is VJ Manuel, my third podcast. Today I have a guest with me. Don Beer is the very recently retired fire chief in Abbotsford. Welcome, Don. Thank you, VJ. I'm glad to be here with you. Now, have you done these before? First ever, and I'm excited about it. Well, I would say that the connection between you and I was made solid through Character Abbotsford. And uh, we both served on the board there for a period of time and really took the values and, and made them ours and, and expounded on them throughout the community. It was a lot of fun, actually. Like, I think of you and Rick, how much you guys would tease each other about uh, police versus fire. Like, is that a real thing? That so, you... uh, yeah. <laughs> or is it just you guys? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a real thing. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> we, uh, if you're in the industry, you've you got to tease one another back and forth. <laughs> So today, wanting to explore leadership uh, from your perspective. Yeah, you know, when I think of leadership, uh, I don't necessarily see myself. I see many people as leaders in the community and, and all around me. I find leadership in many facets. And I, there's some good leaders and there's some not so good leaders. And I'm thankful to have worked for and, and amongst uh, not so good leaders mm. because it gave me the opportunity to see how I wouldn't do something, how I felt that uh, personally in, inside me, uh, it was like being able to walk in, in somebody else's shoes and, and be able to understand that, geez, that didn't feel so good mm-hmm. the way that was done. Note to self, maybe we'd, we'd take it from this other angle in the future. Hmm. There's this um, positional authority and then leadership I've I've learned to kind of shape those in my mind differently like you can be given a position and there is an authority that comes with that but to be a leader of people one definition I heard is you just have to turn around and see if anyone's following you but does that ring true to you like there's the position and then there's actual leaders yeah there's a whole bunch of the, the position often and for me uh, a retired fire chief indeed uh, I assumed a leadership position within that but I've seen fire chiefs that aren't leaders. And I did, in that position, have decision-making abilities that others didn't have. And so as a leader, at times, you'd have to make hard decisions or decisions that weren't all that popular, but yet uh, for the sake of the organization and having all the information. But there was a bunch of silent leaders as well. Those leaders that had strong influence within the organization, and they helped shape it as well. And one of the things that I was blessed with is being part of an organization that had a bunch of caring people. You don't get into the fire service if you don't want to help and care for people. And so there's a ton of silent leaders that you need to acknowledge and know that they are as important as those who are given the authority to be the leaders. How do you effectively move from the position to being a real leader? I think... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I, I'm not, <laughs> one of the key things for me is this whole opportunity to be a fire chief. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about me being the fire chief. It was about me having the opportunity to get the best out of the people that I had. So the focus was more about people than the position. Nice. So who has influenced you? I came to know him through him helping with some respectful workplace and diversity training. 
And you know, he, as a consultant coming in and, and doing some of this work, he he had this uh, persona around him that was just a really uh, strong presence, but he was able to deliver uh, what I would say those uh, tough conversations uh, almost effortlessly. Hmm. And yet not have those people who he was having the tough conversations with feel threatened. But as a leader, I could see him having all sorts of influence. And I liked it. And I liked the way he presented it and the way he presented himself. He didn't compromise himself. Uh, When we talk about integrity and some of those other values that I've made part of my uh, my existence. Uh, I saw him as an individual who had a whole bunch of integrity, a whole bunch of respect for people, and somebody who I thought I'd like to be a leader like that. Um, I've learned a lot from him over the years, and, and he's helped me through some tough times. He's helped me realize what is appropriate and what isn't, and I could rely on him because of his the nature and the values that he brought to the table along with it. So he brings this integrity, which, because you talked about the difficult conversations sort of with ease or something like, isn't trust a big part of being able to do that well? Or, Yeah, trust is, uh, although I, I can tell you that sometimes these difficult tr- conversations, it's hard to build some trust when you're having that conversation, mm. but it's the empathy. It's that empathy and the integrity and the respect. When you're treating people with the dignity and respect that all of us deserve, no matter who we are, no matter what the conversation, difficult or not, is, I think when you put those together, you build the trust through a difficult conversation, Mm. maybe. Even through that tough thing. It's weird to say you're retired. Like, how how long ago was that? Uh, Well, just a month ago, actually. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're still chief to many of us. Um, but yeah, like what are those values that have brought you to this point or formulated to this stage of your leadership? It's the solid foundation. Probably look back to uh, growing up in a, a large family of nine of us in total. and um, Seven kids? Seven kids. Where do you land? I'm lost in the middle. <laughs> Four boys, three girls. And uh, I, I can tell you that... Uh, through that, um, what I got from growing up in that situation from my parents is treating people appropriately and, mm. and treating them with that respect that we all deserve. Two days before I retired, uh, I worked late on a Wednesday evening. I retired on the Friday to do interviews. And at the end of the interviews, uh, one of the uh, chief officers uh, came to me and he said, you know, the way you, um, you're, you lead from in front in the sense that uh, you're here tonight doing the work of the organization and you're not going to be here in two days. You're hmm. done in two days. He says, uh, you know, uh, not getting paid overtime, none of that sort of stuff. Hmm. You're just here because it's w- the right thing to do. And so I think that's the um, thing is uh, when it comes to leadership uh, is is doing the right thing at the right time, not because somebody else is looking, but it's because it's the right thing to do. So good. 
Thanks so much, Don. And maybe I'll grab this chance just to thank you for 41 years of service and in our city. And I've learned so much sitting beside you and just watching and learning. I think if there's a coin, you know, we have our character coins. I've heard you say integrity, respect, you know, and treating people fairly and doing what, what needs to be done. Would those be some of the, the things on your coin, figurative coin? Yeah, by all means. And uh, I'll tell you, um, it's been a privilege and an honor to not only serve the citizens of uh, the four different communities that I worked in in the fire service, but all, uh, especially as fire chief, to serve the people that work for me as well. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>